the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Oh, I want you to think back to when you were a kid, and I want you to think about Christmas. We're a week away from Christmas Eve. Hi, everybody. It's December 17th, Friday edition, Bruce Hooley Show. I'm going to try to make something that's not fun, fun today. Remember when you were a kid and the presents you got every year, presents you needed, present that you opened, and you were like, next? Any bikes under the tree? Any roller skates? Any skateboards, any snowboards, any skis, because, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the socks and underwear. I know I need them. They just don't excite me. Well, that's what I have for you today. Your present for me is kind of a socks and underwear headline. I'm flattered that at this very moment in time, you have chosen to listen to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 The Answer, rather than tune in our governor Who's talking about the socks and underwear topic we've all had quite enough of over the last two years? You know it. COVID. Yes. Mike DeWine wagging his finger at all of you who are unvaccinated, imploring you, pleading with you, hectoring you to get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Get boosted if you've been vaccinated. Socks and underwear. You need it. You need to know the COVID headlines. You need to know the risk. So I will give you the story. But just so you know that I know, I know it's about as exciting as socks and underwear. Uh, I will attempt to give you at least cool socks and underwear, which in this case means both sides of the issue rather than the world is ending, COVID is the reason, and if you don't understand why, you are out of touch. No, I will let you hear from... A doctor who says Joe Biden is lying to you when he says a winter of death awaits you if you have not been vaccinated. But first, the details on our diminutive governor. I will commend him on rising, so to speak, to the occasion after being exposed to COVID. I mean, wow. Headline in the Columbus Dispatch today, Governor Mike DeWine and First Lady Fran DeWine were exposed to a person who later tested positive for COVID-19, the governor's office said yesterday. The exposure happened Monday evening. Oh, my. They were out and about and around people for Tuesday morning, afternoon, and night, Wednesday morning, afternoon, and night, and whatever portion of Thursday passed before they were aware they'd been exposed on Monday. Yes. As of Thursday morning, both the governor and his spouse, the lovely Fran DeWine, tested negative for COVID-19, and have no symptoms, the governor's office said. Wow, good news. They plan on getting tested daily, and they will postpone any scheduled 
public appearances. Never fret. They have both been vaccinated and have both received booster doses. So, being the old newspaper man that I am, I feel compelled to offer an alternative headline to the dispatch's headline, which is Governor Mike DeWine, First Lady, exposed to person with COVID-19. My alternate headline would be Man and woman feel fine after coming across someone with a mild cough and cold. Yeah, because most likely what the person they encountered has is the Omicron variant of COVID. It is, I saw a headline today, so it must be true. Well, it was on Fox, so it might be true. (laughs) That Omicron is 70 times more contagious than Delta. Oh, 70 times. Well, there's a fear porn headline for you. Cases are going to double, like what, every, I don't know, 13 seconds? Uh, Some incredible short period of time. Cases are going to double. But, but, even though the president says you should cower in the corner and wear a mask and get boosted a few times, if you even think about not socially distancing, you're un-American. Marty McCary, who's been a truth teller and kind of has straddled, you know, I think both sides of the fence. He's pro-vaccine. He's pro a lot of things that a lot of people are anti, but he's also willing to tell you the truth. Interesting exchange last night on special report with Brett Baer between Brett, who I think does a very nice job of walking the middle line, and Dr. Marty McCari. It begins with Marty McCari talking about what the initial feedback, data, analytics on those infected with Omicron has shown. What about Omicron? Dr. Marty McCarty. That these are very mild infections. It's telling us that Omicron will probably be the fifth seasonal coronavirus. There's four others that have circulated seasonally for decades. This will become the fifth. Those other four constitute about 25% of the cases of the common cold. This is also going to cause a common cold. Well, take a listen to President Biden uh, tonight, how he characterizes Omicron at the White House. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospital, they'll soon overwhelm. Uh, (laughs) Saying unvaccinated, but if you're unvaccinated and you've had it before, are you destined to severe illness and death this winter? No, there's absolutely no evidence that those with natural immunity, their body's T-cells are active and they're working, and that immunity is effective against Omicron. That's an NIH study that recently came out. They should feel good about their immune protection. It's people who are adults with a risk factor that we worry about with no immunity, no vaccinated immunity and no natural immunity. We're worried about Delta and Christmas with those individuals. So- What would you say to folks who have not been infected, who still are unvaccinated, they're on the fence, what would you tell them right now? I would say get vaccinated because we have a lot of people who are adults with a risk factor like obesity. They come in very sick with Delta and they have a lot of regrets. They wish they would have gotten vaccinated. 
And should people try to get tested before they get together with their family at Christmas? It really depends if you've got high-risk, vulnerable people in that setting. If you do, then maybe it makes sense. But if you're around low-risk people, people who have immunity, you can feel good about that immune protection. All right. So there is Marty McCarr. He's not saying don't get vaccinated. He's not an anti-vaxxer. He's saying that it could be possible that you might have a perilous result. If you are in an immunocompromised group or your age puts you in a certain degree of vulnerability. But he also said in in really the kindest way possible, the president is a big fat exaggerator. Okay, see, I didn't say liar. I said exaggerator. Are there some people who, as Joe Biden said, will have severe illness and death for themselves, their family? Yeah, sure, it's possible. It'd be silly to say otherwise with 800,000 people dead from some tie to COVID. I say it that way because I don't believe the 800,000 who have died with some tie to COVID were all dead from COVID. I don't think this is the issue. We'll never get, never, we'll never get an honest accounting of COVID. We won't get an honest accounting of the number of people who died from it rather than with with it. And the reason we won't get that accounting is because to get that accounting would underscore the myriad mistakes that were made dealing with it. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I've noticed there seems to be a lack of willingness for people who are in decision-making roles on both sides of the aisle to say, I tried that, with pure motives, with the best information I had at the time. But that decision proved to be very wrong. For instance, I don't think Andrew Cuomo sent infected elderly COVID patients back into nursing homes going, oh, goody, watch all those old people die. Maybe if they were unborn babies, he would have been that excited about it. But not if they're old people. No, I think he thought, oh, my goodness, this is things going to get out of hand and I better keep that hospital ship for people who are younger and they got a place to stay. So I'm going to send them back there. I'll, I'll allow that. His motives may have been. Well, not pure because I'm talking about Andrew Cuomo, not nefarious. Let's put it that way. That <laughs> leaves a little bit more room in the gray area. But nobody's going to step forward a year from now and go, wow, I screwed that up. I totally screwed that up. Sorry, I you know, wished I hadn't, but I screwed it up. Nobody's going to do that. Trump's not going to do it. Biden, heck, for sure isn't going to do it. No way is he going to do it. So this is where we are, as I've said before. Your decision, yours Not mine, not Mike DeWine's, not the Ohio General Assembly's, not the President's, not the Congress. Yours. Personal accountability. You must practice it on this issue. If only the people in power who have steered us in multiple directions, some probably prescient, others very dumb. If only they would practice personal accountability as well. So a podcast that Joe Rogan did Monday with Dr. Peter McCullough has gotten a ton of attention all week. 
And uh, it's taken me all week to listen to it. Two hours and 45 minutes. They say, well, your show's two hours long. Yeah, I do interviews for 14 minutes at a time with people. Two hours and 45 minutes. That's a long interview. But because this was getting such great attention and because I like listening to contrarian information and then making a judgment for myself as to whether or not it's true or not, I invested the time in listening. Now, Peter McCullough is... Actually, I'm very surprised this podcast is still up. It hasn't been... Uh, exorcised by Twitter, Facebook, and others. Peter McCullough, one of the many takeaways from this podcast is that from the beginning, from the beginning, there have been ways available to treat COVID, all of its strains, that the mainstream drug manufacturers, a.k.a. Big Pharma, and the government have not pushed, supported, encouraged people to use because, well, can you guess why? Yeah, you got to put on your tinfoil hat or at least put it in your hand as you're, if you're ready to put it on because it is a conspiracy theory. And that is, wait, why would we fix this issue with drugs that exist that are in the public domain that cost next to nothing when we could come up with new drugs and the government will buy lots of them and governments and citizens around the world will crave them and Guess what? We'll get very, 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 well, I I misstated that. I was going to say very, very, very wealthy. They're already very, very, very wealthy. We'll get more wealthy. That's Peter McCullough's theory. And Joe Rogan makes a great podcast. And Joe Rogan's had COVID, and he treated himself with ivermectin. And uh, I don't know what else. Whatever the mainstream media disapproves of. And Joe Rogan is fine. And then Joe Rogan told Dana White, the MMA guy, how to fix it. And Dana White took it, and he got Recover. He recovered quickly. So do I believe ivermectin is much more healthy, much more successful mitigating the effects of COVID than the approved voices out there will allow for? Yeah, I do. I do. When there's an effort to demonize something to the degree that ivermectin has been demonized, and when, listen, here's the thing. I avail myself of all the information. Now, you know I think Dennis Prager is one of the very wise people on radio, okay? Uh, Dennis Prager swears by ivermectin. I also think Charlie Kirk has a very good research department. I don't know that I share all of Charlie Kirk's opinions. Charlie gets out there sometimes into the uh, fanciful forest. But he's a smart guy. He's on this station. I respect him. I just think at times he's young. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes sometimes when you're young. I was out of control when I was young. You probably were too. Charlie Kirk's a very young guy. We need to allow him the room to get out of control sometimes because he's doing important work with Turning Point USA. I like Charlie Kirk. I support Charlie Kirk. But he brings good information. He really has a crack research staff. And he talks about, I think it's India, where their COVID infection rate is demonstrably lower than Europe or the United States. And why is that? Because they have and use ivermectin. Okay, so I don't know if ivermectin is a wonder drug. I don't know if ivermectin is the answer. But I do believe that there are ways to treat COVID with protocols that maybe doctors are afraid to try because, hey, lawsuits. Or that Big Pharma is unwilling to push because, hey, money. So Peter McCullough tells Joe Rogan, 
First of all, Rogan asked the question. And Rogan, by the way, is following the protocol that McCullough recommended. And Rogan got better. So, okay, that's his anecdotal evidence. He asked Peter McCullough, in your opinion, if the protocol had been established and distributed worldwide, if people had recognized that this was the way to deal with an early treatment, do you think the overall number of COVID deaths would have been significantly reduced? And McCullough said, early multi-drug therapy as an outpatient works substantially, and we've had a giant loss of life, a giant number, millions and millions of unnecessary hospitalizations. It seems to me early on there was an intentional, very comprehensive suppression of early treatment in order to promote fear, suffering, isolation, hospitalization, and death. It seemed to be completely organized and intentional in order to create acceptance for and then promote mass vaccination. So what Peter McCullough is talking about there is misinformation, which the left cries about all the time. Misinformation, right? I think there is a great deal of misinformation out there. And this is what I thought was the most interesting part of the podcast, where they talked about misinformation as the true pandemic we need to be afraid of, because it applies, obviously, to more than COVID. I would like to think that this is information that people want to know. I agree. How much does it disturb you that this is being censored? Because on every other platform, this this conversation we're having right now would be censored. Every other online platform, social media, they would censor this for sure on YouTube. But what you're saying is incredibly important. Censorship that has suppressed for two years information on safe and effective early treatment and censorship on vaccine safety has led to large numbers of deaths, hospitalizations, and permanent disability. Joe, there is no bigger public health crisis than the impact of censorship in COVID-19. That's 100% true, but not just on COVID-19. Censorship swung the impact of an American election. Oh, I know that's controversial to say. It is the collision of my common sense and the collision of poll results after the 2020 presidential election that tells me that misinformation changed the course of an American election. You know, the left gets all up in arms about how Trump supposedly stole an election. Was the 2020 election legal? Yeah, probably. Was it above board? No, because the Hunter Biden laptop story was never reported. We never gave people the information and trusted them to do with it what they would. Just like we never gave people, Anthony Fauci, the information on COVID and trusted them to do with it what they would. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.